Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Alyssa Explains It All. It's been a minute. It's been a minute and we took some time off to honestly mostly so I could get my marbles in a row and are they in a row? No, but we tried and so so Matt and I are here, and um, this is Matt and I's time of the year to really thrive. This is where we yep. shine. We wait for this all year long because it's October. I have been loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've texted you about this. The lady at the Starbucks that I'm friends with, I'm friends with all, all of the people at the Starbucks, <laughs> to be honest, but one of them that I'm really good friends with uses me as a guinea pig for like new flavor combinations that she's been trying and the one thing that she mixed for me i liked so much i've ordered it like six times now which is that she does an apple pie flavored chai tea and it is like the fall like everyone can have their pumpkin spice whatever i am apple pie chai is like how do you do that um all right so i'm gonna spill her secret collaboration i guess uh so according to the starbucks app (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's my little cheat code, everybody. I'm so uh, excited right. about this. I'm going to pretend to order a new one. So okay. it is uh, a regular chai tea with a pump of apple brown sugar and a pump of caramel syrup with cinnamon, cinnamon sprinkles. Okay. So apple brown sugar. I didn't even know that was a flavor. Apple brown sugar. And then one of caramel. And then have them sprinkle some cinnamon on the top of it. Oh, my God. God. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm getting that literally tomorrow. Also, is it a, a chai tea latte or just chai? Chai tea latte. Do the chai tea latte. Okay. Uh, I also do it with no water and no foam uh, to get okay. extra flavor. Okay. No water. I do that with my green tea. It's the no way to water. do it. Okay. I am so excited to try this. I can't wait. And I'm giving. I'm going to give a shout out to Emma, who works at the Starbucks in Brookhaven for this yeah. creation. Uh, so, you know, if you're ever in Brookhaven, Pennsylvania, looking <laughs> at you, Sammy, uh, <laughs> you can mention that you heard about Emma's chai tea pie, apple pie, the apple pie chai <laughs> from listening to the Alyssa Explains It All podcast we got it oh my god i'm really excited i'm gonna 
I genuinely am going to try and get that tomorrow because I work um, close to a Starbucks. So I'm going to get nice. it tomorrow and see if I can get it. Because you definitely don't live near a Starbucks as I experienced uh, no. the few times I've come up. There's actually, <laughs> you know what? There is one like 15 minutes from here, but it's not drive through And that is That's a huge strike. Well, you know what? Again, go in. Go in every day, get the same drink, make a bunch of new friends. Yeah. <laughs> that so was I, my secret. I will say at these <laughs> And Starbucks, then they'll make you crazy things like an apple pie chai. <laughs> yeah. Um, at the Starbucks that is 15 minutes away from me, uh, the there are two guys who work there who are just like way too handsome to be working at a Starbucks. I'm like, what is your other job? Like, what is it? Because this cannot be your full-time gig with faces like that. And they both are like, I've only ever seen them work together. Like they both work at the same time. And, um, they're just like, I'm like, this is what's happening here. And then it sucks too. Cause like you can't go into, sometimes you go into Starbucks and you're down bad. Like you're, you're, you look haggard and you're tired and you're grumpy. And I don't feel like I can do that at that Starbucks location anymore because those guys are too cute. Let me let me show you the one male barista that I'm friends with because I think they're looking for attractive men these days. Cause oh my like... god! <laughs> First of all, Matt, he is it, is he by a bookshelf? He's standing next to the fiction section at the bookstore. It's really inappropriate for you to show me porn in the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, so so you know this is. We had a plan for this episode, and it's very quickly just turned into our advertisement for Starbucks and attractive men that work there. Um, oh, but, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, can we talk a little bit about – we did take a pause so that we could try to organize the show a little bit. Yeah. Which, when which I read out when I read out how many interviews we've done in our hiatus, and it was only three, I was like, yeah. man, we really failed on this month-off uh, break. Well, um, and let's be honest about a big reason why that happened. Yes. Because I'm a big – dumb 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 and i decided <laughs> that when i saw a spirit halloween o- open up 12 minutes from my home i was driving in the car with my mom and i was like oh oh my god there's a spirit halloween and i was like oh my god should i be like have a silly goofy time and just like apply for a job and she was like i mean yeah like whatever so i casually apply for i send an application for this job the next morning i interview for the job like they called me literally immediately interview the next day and two days later i am an assistant store manager and i did this like thinking okay i'll have like a cute like 15 hours a week it'll be nice to get like some consistent income i'll have a discount at spirit halloween like great wonderful Bitch, I am there 30 hours every week. (laughs) (laughs) And my schedule is exclusively what is inconvenient. My only days off most of the time are Tuesday and Wednesday. So I'm just going to go fuck myself. It's, listen... Ultimately, I'm 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 happy to. I don't want to complain about having a job. Like that feels very ungrateful. I'm very happy to be employed by, you know, by anyone. Like I do my freelance stuff, but that's hard. Um, but yeah, it's it's a big time commitment. And oh my god, okay. So I posted a TikTok, which if you listen to this podcast, I assume you follow me on t- TikTok. Otherwise, you found you me. You found yeah. me in a really weird way. Otherwise, um, but happy to have you regardless. I posted a TikTok of all of the outfits that I wore at Spirit Halloween, and of course, that's the one that t- did really well. I haven't had a TikTok like do well in a while because they really don't like any like sex related content. That one took off. I think it has yeah. clo- it's, it has like almost a hundred thousand views, and that's hilarious to me. However, I did get two comments from people. Of course, after I replied, they deleted them. But um, that were like from the circle to this. And I was like, first of all, oh, and one of them was like, 
uh, when the circle money runs out. And I was like, what money? Yeah, what money do you think you get paid to be on? Are they not aware that there's a Love is Blind lawsuit for the fact that they get paid $7 an hour for their time (laughs) on Love is Blind? (laughs) Exactly. So I was like, what money? I didn't win. And also, yeah, we don't get paid to go on the show. We get paid um, like a stipend so that we don't you don't lose your house while you're doing it or literally something, but yeah. yeah and even that amount of money does would it doesn't really even cover anything significant but anyways it's like what are you talking about and also i still like do all of my freelance stuff and i still am in school so i'm doing all of the same things i was doing before as to the best of my ability while also working <laughs> 20 to 35 <laughs> hours a week at spirit halloween so yeah it well look there's two people that are a problem here because I also like September unexpectedly turned into like Matt Kelly's last hurrah as far as convention weekend. Oh, oh yeah, true. Like, I forgot about that. Because we kept getting booked for Friday things that I'm like, I can't do them. <laughs> like it was like repeatedly. Yeah. This like scenario would show up where I'm like, we never book stuff on Fridays and Saturdays, so I don't even have to worry about that. Right, right. And then literally every Friday that I had something, there was a booking that showed up that we yeah. had to reschedule. It's just it was just like not in the stars for us. But you know what? I think it's okay because I think it gave us like maybe, at least for me, like some space to just like chill my brain out a little bit and not be yeah. so worried about it. And um yeah, and I'm glad to be back though. It's I like doing the podcast. It's fun. It it is. And it's something that I look forward to. And I think that other people look forward to it. I mean our last episode did pretty well despite the fact that we released nothing for four <laughs> weeks after it. <laughs> I know. I know. Well so I mean I was that I loved that episode. I love Lil Chompy. I loved talking to him, and um, we had a lot of fun. So that was a, like a good last episode to uh, end on before we took a little break. But we did interview some other really cool people. I'm really excited for the ones coming up because um, there's one in particular that I'm excited for, and it's someone that we met at the Fringe Festival, and she's hilarious. And that episode was really funny. So I'm especially excited for that one. But I'm excited. For, I mean, I always am excited for the ones that are coming out. Yeah. No, I think that I think that people will be satisfied. Um, and we still have a list of a ton of people that we want to ask. I know that mm-hmm. I have at least one friend that I really want to try to get on for October specifically. Oh. I don't think that the show is changing at all. I feel like when people hear that, like, you're going on a hiatus, you're also like, ooh, it's rebranding. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't think is the case. I think... I don't think that there was ever a like hard lined central theme yeah. uh, to the show to begin with. I think that you'll in the future, maybe not every single episode will be tied to sex education as strongly as it has been. It'll yeah. be like a, a healthy blend of like educational episodes and like episodes where we just let funny people tell us about how shitty the dating world is out there. Um, yeah. I think that a, a healthy blend of those two topics is kind of what you can expect on it, at least explains it all. Yeah. But then just like, you know, I remember when I first pitched the show to you too, there was a part of me that was like, I also just think the show should celebrate anybody who has a victory. Like, yeah. <laughs> like if you're like able to overcome any element of adversity, come on the show and celebrate it. Like, I think that that's kind of what like the Gelsey episode turned yeah. into and stuff Mermaid like that. Mermaid Man like, Christian. I think about his episode all the time yeah. because I loved that. I loved getting to know him and it was like, I would never, there would never be a time and a place where I would be able to have a conversation with somebody who's a literal professional merman yeah. and like unpack what that experience was like. And to be able to do that is cool. And like, if I were somebody listening to, to a podcast that, you know, 
where that was a guest, I'd be like, oh my God, okay, well, yeah. I'm down for that ride. I mean, and that's just me. Obviously, I talked to him, so I was interested in that but, conversation, but you know. <laughs> I mean, I think it's what the name comes down to, right? We said it's Alyssa Explains It All. We didn't necessarily qualify what it all has to <laughs> entail. So, I mean, yes, if it's someone who works a job that neither you nor I could ever imagine doing, yeah, that is a fascinating conversation. Yeah, for sure. To dive into regardless. 100%. Um, but we can't deny, we talked about how this is that fall time. Uh, I like to refer to it as my cardigans era. I, I I'm a big cardigan right guy. Yes. Oh, you and I, we love our cardigans. I love anything cozy. I got a fleece blanket recently that I have just been like living inside of. So that's a nice plus too. It's, we had a nice couple storms recently. Oh, so like, just lovely. like, just under a fleece blanket watching like horror movies mm-hmm. uh, was perfect. And that leads us to the fact that it's October. It We're is. back in October. This was a very thought out decision of like, this is our month. Yes. I mean, it's literally our month in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. um, both spooky time and birthday time for the yep. two of us. So like October is a big one. It is. It is. It's an important month. Um, And you wanted to tell us, a, well, I, I mean, you're telling all of us, but you're directly telling me uh, a spooky little ghost story. Yes. Okay. So um, I do have a ghost story. It's my, it's my one legit actual thing, scary thing that's actually happened to me. It happens. It's a two part ghost story. I actually okay. told it on my Instagram before and like, I thought no one was going to watch that. I was like, for sure. People are going to be like, no, and I actually got a fair amount of views for something that I really thought no one would listen to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the story, I'll just get right into it. Um, the story starts when I was in, uh, I think, the early years of high school or maybe later years of middle school, like somewhere in that range. And um, I was at my parents' old house. And it's so weird because I always had weird vibes in that house. And after we moved out, my brother and my sister and my mom all said that they had weird vibes in that house. And I was like, cool. No one wanted to tell me that while I was having, no one wanted to tip you off on that information while I was having like traumatic experiences in that home. Cool. No problem. Um, (laughs) so there's a period of time where I was having reoccurring dreams and it was the same dream over and over again. And it, it increased in the uh, frequency over time. So like I would have it every once in a while. And then it was becoming like every single night by the time that the story sort of like begins. And the dream was I would be in, I would like wake up in this, this room and it was completely black, like no floor, no ceiling, just a black room. And I would walk into this room and there would be a little girl who would come out. Like literally the way that I describe her is if you know what the Samantha American girl doll looks like, pretty pretty much that. Yeah. And she would come across like, um, she would be across the room, come out of like the dark shadowy area and she like looked fine when when I she would first walk out and then she would like walk towards me and as she got closer and closer to me her like hair would get messed up and her dress would get dirty and she would look upset and she would be crying and so by the time she got to like where I was I was sitting at a in a chair at a table that were also black like none of these objects have any like but I could tell it was a table and a chair and she would sit across from me and scream cry at me and then I would try and say something to her and and nothing would come out of my mouth and I would just be like trying so hard and like holding my my chest and my throat and I'm trying to ask her what's wrong and it would like make me really upset because she was so upset I'm very sensitive to like kids and animals being upset like I can't do it so that would that would be the dream and then I would wake up so I was having that dream and it started to happen more frequently and then it's it like started to freak me out when it was happening all the time 
And one particular night I woke up and I, I honestly, if I, if I am using my adult brain now, I think that I was freaking myself out so much. And our house, that house was like kind of old. So it had like, it was creaky. It was a creaky house, but I could swear on my life that at that time I heard footsteps coming up, up, up the stairs um, going toward, towards where my parents' room was, kind of pausing there for a second, going around the corner to where my brother's room was, pausing there for a second. And then as it started to leave, the sound started to leave my brother's room, I ran to my door, locked it, and turned the light on. And then I didn't hear anything anymore. So I don't know if I just like freaked myself out so much. It depends on like what you believe, right? Like, yeah. So I, that was like, I was, I was done. I was like, I can't do this. My mom, my parents are religious. Um, they're Catholic. So when I told my mom about this, she was like, oh shit, we got to take you to church. And like, I was not. (laughs) (laughs) You devil child. Yeah. (laughs) I I wasn't not going, like I was still like going, I would go with like my family and stuff. Like this is before I became a lack, a lapsed Catholic. Um, and so she wanted me to go to this like specific guy who would do healing masses. We drove like to somewhere in Massachusetts, I think. Like we drove hours to get to this guy. <laughs> we go to this mass. It's like mostly a regular mass. And then he's like going around to each little section and doing like healings. But before he does that, he opened up, he had someone else actually open up all of the doors in the church, which I've never seen ever happen before. Um, and so there was like a lot of air kind of flowing back and forth. And then he goes around and he's doing all this blessing stuff. And again, like if I'm using my adult skeptic brain, I'd be like, okay, I was obviously really overwhelmed and really scared. He came over into our section and he's like doing this whole blessing thing. And I just felt like really overwhelmed, like overwhelmed, hot flashing type of thing. And I was just sort of like browning out. Like I wasn't like losing, I didn't faint or like lose consciousness or anything like that, but I was just like not with it. And it just I think I was just like having a little bit of um, an anxiety attack. So afterwards, my mom spoke to the priest um, and our family friend was also like very close to the priest. So I guess, I don't know, somewhere in their conversation, he said something like he felt like he needed to, there was a lot of energy in the church and that's why he had them open the doors because there was like a buildup of energy. He felt really weird. He had to open them. I was like, my bad. I'm so sorry. So- (laughs) I, after that, I don't have the dream anymore. And this is like, I'm in between like eighth grade, ninth grade, like in that period of time, I don't have the dream anymore. Everything's fine. I don't think about it now cut to years later, I've graduated college and I'm living in, um, an apartment with two of my best friends. We're in Brooklyn. We're having a great time. And, um, every year on labor day, me and my friend Nick would have a, like a labor day seance party. That's what we would call it. Um, and it was like, not really serious. We were just, basically we would take it as our kickoff to Halloween. So we would like get, um, our Halloween decorations out and we would drink and hang out. And then we would, um, like play with the Ouija board, which before anybody yells at me, I don't do this anymore. I know. I know. (laughs) What are you doing? I don't know. You're like, I had ghosts and I don't understand why. (laughs) And you're like, but also, also, I was fucking with the ghosts. (laughs) 
I was like, I was actively later. I was a- actively asking for it and instigating. Yeah, it. exactly. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> is that a flame? Here's my fan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, but the, it was like it had, enough time had passed where like it just felt so far away from me, and so um, so we're playing with the Ouija board and we've done this like several years in a row and nothing is ever, nothing ever really came of it. Like we would play for a little while and nothing would happen. We put the board away this particular year we were getting. And again, it depends on what you believe. We were getting like people come through one after another, after another, after another, after another, like a flow of people. And they were giving us specific information. It was like one guy, um, said his son still lived in the neighborhood and named an exact cross street of our neighborhood. It was like, and I would also like to add most of my friends in the room were pretty drunk. (laughs) And so that more to me means that like they, there's no way they could have had the coordination to collectively move something in the same way at the same time. Like there's, I just don't believe that that could be the case. So we're playing the game and we were getting all these people and everyone was fine. And it was like, positive energy. And then like, then we started to get people coming through that were like not really making sense. And so we would like ask them questions and it just was like really unclear. They weren't spelled. I'm like getting, giving myself like the spooky ookies right now. Like I started to get like kind of unclear and the piece planchet moved to goodbye. It kept moving to goodbye. And we were like uh, weird. And while that was happening, my two of my best friends that were in the room who were the only people who knew that story about when I was younger and the dreams and whatever, they were kind of like, they were just like fucking around. Like they were like laughing and joking and like, that's cool. But I was also getting nervous because I didn't like what was happening on the board. And I was like, you guys, you guys of all people know that like I've had some like weird experiences. So I just want you to like chill out and we'll play one more round and we're done. But like, I don't like to fuck around with this stuff. I don't want to be disrespectful. So I was like, just be cool. We play one more round and we like have something come through and we ask, um, are you a boy or a girl? And it goes to no. How old are you? No. And that those two questions alone, we should have stopped. Like that should have yeah. been, that should have been our sign, but it wasn't. And so, <laughs> and so my question was, do you have a message for anybody in the room? And it went to the letter A. And I was the only person there with a name that started with A. So I said, oh, is it for me? And it went to yes. And the conversation I just had was with my two friends who were like fucking around. And I was like, you need to relax because you know I've had weird experiences, whatever. The message that it wrote out was pass out. Pass out. Because what did I almost do at the church? Oh, Jesus. So I, we all lost our shit. Because like, especially them too, because they knew what was going on. But like, even just hearing a message of pass out is not good. So we like- No, it doesn't feel like a like a kind message. No, it felt- <laughs> Does, yeah. Doesn't sound like, hey, I think you're cool. Let's hang out. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> there's, there's a, there, there could be an interpretation of malice there. <laughs> Some might say malicious. <laughs> um, yeah, so that like, we were really freaked out and thank god we lived in the area of brooklyn that we did because obviously there was a witch store nearby (laughs) and (laughs) so um we got like cedar and um sage and we literally like smoked out my apartment that night and and everything ended up being fine but that was i oh and then we tried to throw the which 
I I found out later. I don't I don't think you're really supposed to do. You're not supposed to like throw Ouija boards away. I don't know what you're supposed to do with them. But we kept trying to throw the Ouija board away, and we would put it in the trash can. And every day we'd go outside, and it was on top of the trash can, and all the trash would be taken out except for the Ouija board, and it was on top of the trash can. And that happened for like several days in a row. That could also just be super fucking superstitious trash man. That's, I know. <laughs> They're just like, the fuck I will. <laughs> like, I will not be responsible for this. Yeah. So that that's my scary ghost story. Um, it, yeah. The pass out thing, I literally, like, I felt the blood literally drain from my body. I was like, no fucking way. No. I feel compelled to tell a slightly less scary ghost story. Tell me. Um. So my cousin's wife is a medium. Okay which is a thing that I'm always very skeptic about. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the time that she had me convinced hook, line, and sinker. Um, and so the first girl I ever kissed was a girl in seventh grade named Claudia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we kissed at a end of seventh grade, like backyard party or whatever. That's so cute. And and everybody was playing spin the bottle and we were swimming in the pool and then she like swam up to me. She kissed me. And then like, we just went back Aww. to swimming and it like never got spoken about again. Um, That's really cute. <laughs> Claudia, uh, unfortunately got addicted to a lot of bad drugs and overdosed. Uh, and it was, it was a hard thing to take. Mm. And it was the Christmas after she had passed and myself and my cousin's wife were driving to get wrapping paper to wrap gifts. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, she just goes, who's Claudia? <gasps> And I said, why? And she goes, she's in the back seat right now. Oh, wait. You've told me this story before. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, yes, continue. Oh, my God. So she's like, I'm like, what does she want? And she <laughs> goes, she said she kissed you in the pool that night because you look so lonely. And I was like. Did she roast you from the afterlife? I guess. I guess so. And she said she keeps saying that there was a blonde-haired girl named Meg. And I said, yeah, that was her best friend. Mm-hmm. She's like, are you still in touch with Meg? And I said, yes. She said, you need to call Meg and tell her to stop worrying about her skin. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Uh, So I call my friend Meg. She doesn't answer. Yeah. um, And she texts me and she's like, hey, I'm busy, but I can text. What's up? And I was like, this is going to sound real weird. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I like explained to her the conversation from the car. And I say, according to my cousin's wife, Claudia has a message and the message is stop worrying about your skin. And Meg wrote back and said, I'm literally shaking because today I got off the phone with my doctor who confirmed I didn't have skin cancer. No fucking way. Like (laughs) it was the creepiest Shit. shit ever. I was like, She's got the gift. She's got the gift. I okay. So my thing with that's incredible. And my friend Sage is like that too. Where like she'll randomly text. Like one year on Christmas, she texted me and she was like, "Hey, she's Jewish, so she doesn't celebrate Christmas." But she was like, "Hey, so excited about you. Um, Merry Christmas. By the way, is there someone in the room who's wearing a heart necklace with a picture in it?" And I was like, "Yes." And my <laughs> my nonna was like, "And there's no way she would have seen my no- like when the hell would she have yeah. seen my grandmother?" And she she had a she has a necklace that has my nunno on it. And that was the first time that my nunno ever came through to Sage, but he comes through to her almost every time I not almost every time, but I would say most holidays, he comes through to her with something. And yeah. it's so like it's so 
specific. And when it's so funny too, because I'm like, spiritual things are true when they are fun and when they are not fun, conveniently not true. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. Like I listen so, to, um, there's a podcast called two girls, one ghost. And I, okay. I love it. It's really fun. Great name. It's great. It's so fun. The two girls are great. And um, they do like all different different kinds of uh, like topics about ghost stuff. And like I've, I've been listening to the episodes on my way home from work. And when I'm closing the store, it's like 930 and I'm I'm listening to these and I live in like a dark woodsy area. And there was an episode I was listening to that I just like you had to turn it off, didn't you? Yeah, because well, <laughs> yes. Well, that was a, that was a time where I I was sure that spiritual stuff was not true because I was like, can't be. Nope, definitely not. I'm yep. safe. It's fine. It was like about um, a specific road in Australia, like a parkway in Australia that there's like they say that there's like the white lady who mm-hmm. will be in the fucking back seat of your car, bro. Nope, no. don't like that. Nope, done with that. Yeah, and then I was like, well, looks like we're done with that. I'm going to listen to The Bald and the Beautiful, and that's a podcast that Drag Queens host, and we're, that's how we're getting home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have one last thing before we wrap up this episode. Okay. Spooky season. Yeah. We've tried something with a person who's not a spooky bitch like us. Yeah. <laughs> um, But let's let's say that if you're either a horror fan or like are horror curious mm-hmm. do you have a movie recommendation for someone to to get a little little spooky this october that maybe they have not seen well i would first tell you to listen to horror movie nights the podcast please don't 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 direct them to us our stuff is so trashy <laughs> so trashy <laughs> we're not we're not scaring we're not scaring nobody with the movies we i watch. have a feeling that that would sell my audience on the same show <laughs> it's trashy um funny enough actually there is a a spirit halloween employee who made a list i'm actually i'll send it to you now it's the 31 day movie month challenge have you seen the horror movie night patreon episode that comes out this weekend is us creating a uh, list for people to to check out uh we did themed weeks so it's like the first week is slashers second week is folklore movies um third week is monster gooey movies and then (laughs) the last week is all movies that take place on halloween oh i want those lists I'll get them to you. <laughs> Should I sign up for your Patreon? No, I'll just send you the list. Okay. Off off the record. Everybody else has to sign up for our Patreon. <laughs> okay, so I'm using this as a reference because here's the thing. I feel like older movies, like the classics, are not that scary anymore. And so No, but I feel like they're perfect for October though. Yeah. Like I'm talking like the old, old, like I'll watch the black and white Frankenstein and Dracula mm. like the week of Halloween because they just feel they like hit. that perfect, cozy, like like I said, like I don't need to be jumping. I just need to be like wrapped in a blanket with some peppermint yeah. tea or something, just being like, "Ooh, this is nice." Yeah, like- I agree. So, if you want to watch a movie that is like a classic, but not not in our opinion, not that scary, just because there's so, been so much time that passes, I think Halloween is a good one. It takes place Halloween's on Halloween. Really it's Jamie Lee Curtis. It's like it's a home invasion situation, but it's also like kind of funny because Michael Myers doesn't like run. Like he nope. just, it's just like, a, no, he just hangs appears and somehow people still die, which is so funny. Um, and we all, <laughs> we all have rain cameras now, so we're fine. Um, <laughs> I will say the 1976 Carrie, I watched that not long ago. 
scary still. Sissy Spacek scares the shit out of me. So I love that movie. I'm going to say a very unpopular opinion. I really like the Rage Carrie too, which was like the late 90s, early 2000s Carrie Mm -hmm. sequel. Um, It's not a good movie, (laughs) but like if you're someone who grew up with what I call the scream aesthetic, like Mm. the way that like late 90s horror movies were shot, it it scratches that itch okay. real nice. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that. I'll 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 check that out. And if you want something that's like not scary at all, you always have like Beetlejuice. You have um like Tim Burton stuff like Corpse Bride, yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas, like that kind of stuff. And that stuff's I legitimately, if John is listening, which I know he's not, it's not scary. Yeah. I also <laughs> want to throw this out there. Um, you know, there's a there's a whole uh we're gonna jump into the next greatest holiday in a second, mm. but there's this whole thing where people t- fight about if Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. Oh. And I have a whole list of movies that I think uh, also deserve to be in that debate. And shout out to Tim Burton, because, man, do people forget that Edward Scissorhands is like <gasps> a beautiful Christmas movie. <laughs> I love it. It is. I love that movie so much. The, literally, the musical accompaniment called The Ice Dance that plays when he's like chopping yes. the ice into snowflakes is one of the prettiest pieces of music that has ever I been can, composed. I, I literally have chills thinking about it. I love it, I love that movie. It's the one that that beautiful choir that's like the uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, it's so good. Um, um I would say also in the not scary, but just scratches an itch. Yeah. I love Casper from 1996. <gasps> yes, Drew Barrymore. No. Oh, she's not. Christina oh, yeah, 96. Ricci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Drew, is Drew Barrymore. No, Drew Barrymore's uh, E.T. She's in E.T. Yeah, she's Christina Ricci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, my God. That's a big e. one. I posted about this on my Instagram, uh, which I don't know why Instagram is not letting me add my stories to my highlights right now, and it's driving me up a fucking wall. That's annoying. Um, but... Uh, not a scary movie in any way, shape, or form. But again, I feel like it scratches a nice little like fall October itch mm-hmm. is Clue uh, from yep. 1985. That's on my list too. <laughs> but on the spooky side of things, one of my, I would say it's probably my favorite horror movie in the last 10 years, which is a huge compliment in general. Uh, the Autopsy of Jane Doe. Um, oh, have you seen this movie? Is this the is this the one where in the beginning a ki- there's something about a cat? They kill a cat or a cat dies. I don't think so. Oh, maybe yes. Okay, yes, that may be in there. So that was a movie um, that I started, and then the second that they killed a cat or the cat died, I was like, "Oops, can't do it" because I get so upset. But I know I need to. I know I need to like push past you it because people you like push that past movie. It be- well, so the concept of Autopsy of Jane Doe, the very short version, is it's about a father and son who are morticians. They Mm -hmm. have like a little morticians area in the basement of their house. Uh, And while scavenging this house, they just find an unexplained naked woman's body. Um, And they bring it to these two guys for them to perform an autopsy to try to figure out how she died because there's no markings or anything that explains her death. And from the second she is brought into the morgue, uh, spooky things start happening. Okay. Um, and they are trying to figure out why. Uh, it's 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 I definitely like it. one that you have to watch with some good surround sound because the audio mix is phenomenal. Okay. Like you'll just hear like light scratching at points or like Ooh. a whisper like around you. It's Scary. very very good. And if you want something that's just a fun. Easy breezy lemon squeezy mm. type watch. Uh, my friend Chris La Martina made two movies called the WNUF Halloween Special and the Out There Halloween Mega Tape. 
the concept of both of these movies is exactly the same, which is that they are designed as if you found a VHS tape that someone had just taped television on. Oh my God. Um, And it's like, he shot a bunch of fake commercials. He shot like a fake Ricky Lake type talk show. He shot like a fake newscast. Um, And in Halloween, the WNUF Halloween special, it's that you're watching the late night newscast right before their expose on one of their reporters is going to go to a haunted house inside town and do like a live uh, seance there and then spooky things happen oh my god um, but literally at the first like 45 minutes of the movie you're just watching 80s commercials that he's like recreated and then the 90s one is like an alien autopsy type show so you're watching like the talk show before this alien autopsy special on that's airing um oh. and they're just so fun they're well produced my co-host from horror movie night actually composed a lot of the music for the out there halloween mega tape um, my co-host from Christmas 365 is in the out there Halloween mega tape. Uh, so there's just a lot of like people within the Matt Kelly cinematic universe <laughs> that have found their way <laughs> Matt Kelly's in, into these uh, into these films. It's but they are to, they are like delightful. It's hard to find <laughs> streaming. It I might think be on WNUF Shutter. was in Shutter. Okay. WNUF was definitely on Shutter. I don't know what's out there. Might be on Screambox. I need to. Um, I need to. I need to get back on Shutter. I mean, Shutter for the price. Look, quick fake ad, not an ad, but like if you're even a little bit of a horror fan, I think Shutter's seven dollars a month, and they actually have genuinely good movies on it. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is like more than I can Tough. say about of about the horror sections of most streaming apps. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, come to Netflix where you'll see. 300 movies you've never fucking heard of yeah, in the horror section literally <laughs> oh my god um i also like i literally i have a list of cozy fall movies that are not scary and oh, i i watched practical magic for the first time this no year. way How yeah did it's you, great did you oh, i loved it i loved it's it so good i do have some like logical complaints oh yeah but... there's there's plenty there's a lot of it that doesn't make sense for sure but i think it's it's a comfort movie for a lot of people okay wait i'm gonna i'm gonna read off like a handful of the ones that are on this list okay so everyone get like pens and papers if you want cozy fall movies that are not scary okay little women pride and Mm -hmm. prejudice matilda practical magic the craft sometimes a little scary low-key watched it last night yeah so sometimes it would give me like a little bit of a you know yeah um when harry met sally clue um, Edward Scissorhands, Sleepy Hollow, the one with Johnny Depp. I fucking love that movie. Amazing. I just made John watch that. And he, if he made it through, anybody could make it through. Um, isn't that the one that your dad got scared by? Yes. We were, t- <laughs> <laughs> we sat down and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch a movie. He said, is it going to be scary? This must've been like last fall. And I said, no, it's not scary. It's Tim Burton. And he, it started and the music started. And he said, you told me this wasn't going to be scary. I was like, <laughs> you are almost 60 years old. Get your shit together. Are you kidding me? Um, okay. The Goonies, You've Got Mail, Dead Poet Society, uh, The New and the Old Haunted Mansion. I haven't seen the new one yet, but I've heard good things. It'll be streaming by the time this episode comes out. So Thank God. Okay. Um, Adam's Family, Rocky Horror Picture, Corpse Bride. Never we saw we said those already. Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're into something black and white that you would not have necessarily seen before, Arsenic and Old Lace is good. It's kind of long, so but yeah, so good, but it's good. And then my last one is if you want something that is fun and fall-y and is a TV show, either Scooby-Doo, 
which I think is on Hulu. It's streaming somewhere. And um, The Curious Creations of Christine something. If you start looking that up, it's on Netflix. And it's, she's a baker and she makes these crazy cakes that are like spooky and fun. And I love that stuff too. Also, if you like that list and you like things that are cozy and fall-y, um, I'm going to be doing something fall or Halloween-y every single day of October on probably mostly just on Instagram, maybe some on TikTok. This is something I'm fully going to commit to because I freaking love the fall. And so <laughs> we are going to have 31 days of Falltober. Of Falltober. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Including, that's amazing. Falltober is so good. Maybe that's what it'll be. Um, maybe that's what I'll call it. Falltober. <laughs> we were talking about that earlier today. And Matt's suggestion was scary. Spooky and, and sexy. Yeah. <laughs> and you had Falltober in the back of the dome like that? That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. What's going to be funny is I'm going to be in France for like a couple of the days and um, I'm gonna find a way to still make some some fall Halloween stuff come my way in the in that time. All right, so I don't want this episode to be forever long. And yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Doing a bad job about it, yeah, but no, yeah, I do are. have to throw out there. I cannot believe when you're listing fall shows, you didn't put the show that bonded us, Gilmore Girls, the most fall show that's ever fall show. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, and yes. then. And listen if to the Gilmore looking, Guys podcast if you can't yes, get enough of Gilmore do. Girls. So fun. Um, and on the kind of spooky end, but I love this show and I feel like it was greatly slept on uh, in comparison to all of his other shows. Um, the Haunting of Bly Manor oh. is so cozy, so charming. So it is my favorite of his TV shows. Mm. And I know that I am very much in the minority in that. A lot of people... Go Midnight Mass or Haunting of Hill House. Midnight Mass? Who chooses Midnight Mass? A lot of people do. They love that one. Um, okay. But I, this I one... watched that in my holding apartment, by the way. That came yeah. out while I was... Midnight coming. Mass? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why you had trouble with Midnight Mass. It was like fine. I liked it. But I just think that I could have lived in the series of Bly Manor yeah. for like 35 it's more episodes. Beautiful. It was so sweet. It, it gives some cottage core vibes. Yeah. Um, it also... But it's not... It's. I think it's wrongly called a scary show because it's truly a gothic romance yes. it is it is a romance story with ghosts and spooky stuff but it's not if you think it's gonna be like haunting of hill house like a lot of people either hated yeah. it because it wasn't like hill house or avoided it because they thought it would be like hill house yeah and i think it missed its main audience i so. will say if you're getting into horror and scary stuff and you like the reason that i really like anything that mike flanagan does who's the the guy who directs all the things, the haunting of whatever series um, on Netflix. If you, if you liked those, he's a really cool person to check out because all of his movies and his shows have like really beautiful, deep meanings to them. Like Bly Manor is such a good example of that. We're like, it's marketed as horror, but it's a beautiful heartbreaking story. And it's yeah. like, it's just, it's just stunning the way it's told. And this, I feel that way about Hill House too. Like it's, I love that show so much more for the story than I do for like the jump scares or whatever it is. And there are parts of it that are scary for sure. There are but. parts that are scary, but Hill House, I always try to explain to people is not about a haunted house. It's about the effects it's, of living in a yes. haunted house. And like, <laughs> yeah, it's about family dynamics and, and trauma, trauma and, and addiction. Yeah. And it's, it's like mental health. Like it's about so much more. And I feel that way about so much that, that Mike Flanagan does. And he also, 
is like one of those people where if anything bad ever came out about him, I would never recover from that because I, nope. I just yeah. I love him as a person. He's so he seems funny. like a great guy. His yeah. first, the first movie I ever saw from him, Hush, was also Hush. super good. Yeah, um, I'm almost entirely silent slasher it's home invasion so movie. It's it's beautiful. It's wild. Um, well, I think that what we're landing on here <laughs> is follow Alyssa and I on socials because we're probably yes. going to be posting about things to do in October for the foreseeable future. Yeah. <laughs> beyond for the beyond October for sure. But it's but yeah. a personalities trait and I'm sorry about it. Actually, it, no, I'm not. I'm having fun. No, I, and I'm, I will warn you. I am Mr. Like October 31st ends and now it is Christmas time. Like it's uh, like, here we go. Let's dive right into the Christmassy good feels. We'll take a pause for Thanksgiving. Sure. I'm not going to pretend it doesn't exist, but sure. if you can name me more than five Thanksgiving movies, then I'll I'll give Thanksgiving more than a week. Wow, but- that is a challenge. <laughs> that is a challenge. Our email is somewhere in our Spotify <laughs> listing. You let us know. But for me, I only get two months to watch all of these Christmas movies. I need as much time as I can possibly fit. I, yeah, uh, I get that. But we'll be back to the normal. Alyssa explains it all. They know there'll be less Matt Kelly for sure, but... Uh, <laughs> Which means that there'll be more listeners. Oh, no. <laughs> People love Matt Kelly. Yeah, they're called your family and my friends. <laughs> I don't believe that's true, but... Listeners, there's an email in this one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to weigh in on this as well, I would I would love that. And um, Matt's confidence would also love that. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh my god all right well this has been fun i'm so excited to be back to the podcast and to do all of our fun falltober things and uh i'm excited for the the uh, guests that we have coming up in the next couple of weeks it'll be fun 